Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, everybody. It's match day, and there's no point in not fronting up. I'm in a car heading for central London, looking for my day five test and release. It's grey, it's wet, perfect weather for football. I think and I hope that Wembley's pitch is going to be fast, firm, better than anything Spain have played on so far. But I will only be able to tell you about that when I get there this afternoon, ahead of duties that look um, interesting to say the least. But I've been at semi-final days before. This reminds me of the tension and there is a knot in the stomach. You're not going to kick a ball, you can't influence the result, but you have to feel the endorphins, you have to feel the butterflies, or at least I believe that. Otherwise, you ain't doing it right. With Spain, the first time I felt this <clears throat> was in, I guess, Vienna. I haven't checked. Sorry about that. Where they were playing a rematch against Russia in 2008. Remember, the first group game was against Russia in Innsbruck. A fabulous little stadium tucked underneath the mountains whereby not all the, the stands, tribunes were joined. There was extra seating put in, so it had this, not ramshackle, but slightly mechano feel to it. But picturesque, boy, it was absolutely sensational. You saw the, the planes flying into Innsbruck Airport through the big gaps between the, the main stand and the stand behind the goal. There were plenty of Russians there. Most of them seemed to have arrived in Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Rolls Royces. The car park outside that stadium was was utterly nuts. It was a night where um, after the 4-1 win, which was really keenly disputed, it was a real punch and counter-punch match where Spain excelled. They were absolutely brilliant. And I ended up in the wine bar next to the Grauer Bear in Innsbruck where myself and Ian Gav Jackson Holyman met Joachim Bjorklund, who kicked us off in this series with his preview of uh, Sweden Spain, and Patrick Anderson. A good night was had. Anyway, I diverged a little bit because the semi final was against Russia again. Hus Hiddink, smart coach, he coached Madrid, he knew the Spanish culture, and what happened that night was, if not extraordinary, it was, it was an indication that Spain were unbeatable. 
they tore Russia apart 3-0 even though David Villa got an injury which would subsequently keep him out of the final they gave a big performance they absolutely monstered Russia didn't really give them any opportunity to get into the game having looked like conceding two or three in the first match between the two sides Spain then not only beat them to nil but, but controlled the game it was absolutely superb. It was an indication that people like David Silva and Andres Iniesta were not only special, but ready. The next time that La Roja took me to a semi-final was, was different. It was Durban. Durban on the, on the coast of South Africa, where Spain had arrived to play their first game in this really weird setup whereby down by the mouth of the river, which opens up into the sea, there are two stadiums, just like Dundee, just like Dens Park and Tannadice, almost literally almost touching each other. There'd be a, a gap of a couple of hundred metres between the two of them. And if I'm not wrong, it's the Durban Sharks Stadium, um, which have been judged by the World Cup Committee not to be good enough. So just to show what they wanted to do, maybe even just to show off, they'd built a whole new stadium Moses Madiba, could that be right? Immediately next to the Shark Stadium, as if to say, anything you can do, we can do better. It was there that Spain had turned up to play Switzerland in their, what would you call it? Dramatic, agonising, dispiriting first match, where they played disjointedly. They played in a way which actually resembled a little bit the way they played in the, in the Poland game in this tournament. They didn't look battle-ready. They didn't look fluent. They, they got slightly bullied, aerially and physically. Gerard Piquet took a kick in the face. Spain conceded. Busquets unfairly got hammered. And they were left at the end of that match in Durban with the knowledge that no team had ever won the opening game in a World Cup and then gone on to lift the trophy. Back in Durban, a few weeks later, it's Germany. Spain don't get the same hotel as they did, the one that, from which you can see the sea to your left and both stadiums to your right. They have to change hotels. Some of them have their rooms robbed while they go out for a walk. But myself and um, Miami and The Shadow, a little team that was covering the World Cup for FIFA as TV producers, a TV cameraman and an assistant, we're put in the same hotel, which is where the Germans are. Underneath that hotel is the nightclub, just a small, kind of intimate nightclub where it stays open longer than the hotel bar. So having traveled endlessly, we went down again to the same place that we'd been when we, we arrived there and Spain were staying there before Switzerland. And in that instance, there'd been this young buck, young rugby player who was a barman waiter and his trick to impress the women was that he could balance a wooden chair, one leg of a wooden chair on his teeth and he would get down under the chair and, and hold it and put one of the legs balanced on his if you, if you, if you bare your teeth and you grin with the, the top teeth and the bottom teeth touching at the uh, what do you call those front teeth incisors there's a tiny little wall that you create and he was balancing a chair on it. On the first night we were there prior to the Switzerland game, he got away with it and the ladies had loved it. 
when we got back there, he was still working there and he was missing his two front top teeth and his two bottom front teeth. Life comes at you fast. Don't balance a chair on your teeth. <laughs> this is the way my tournaments go. Next day in Moses Madiva Stadium, boy, one of the, the great matches I've ever seen. Germany wanted to play. I'm not saying the result will be the same, but I think tonight can be similar. Italy will want to play. They'll want the ball. Germany wanted the ball. It was a superb to and fro. Really different from two years earlier in Vienna, where that final had been Spain won, Germany nil. And Spain, really honestly, Germany had to ask permission to come back on the pitch at halftime. This was different in Durban. Uh, Germany were better, mentally harder, didn't hold any fear, got a little bit more of the ball, but Spain were brilliant. Each side missed chances. I think Spain were a little bit lucky with the refereeing again. But when the goal came, it was ultra special. If you've listened to my audiobook, you'll know, but it's just the truth. I'm standing in the mouth of the tunnel that leads onto the pitch. I've got all my official gear on, my accreditation. I'm not on the pitch, but I'm just beside it. And I'm in line with the the German goal in the second half. And I'm looking there tensely, wondering as the game progresses, does Spain have the killer punch? How's this going to go? And some small lady of a decent age pops up by my uh, left shoulder. Don't know where she came from. She didn't have identifying, um, what would you call it, accreditation that made it clear who she was or what she was doing. Never met her before, and she just brightly says to me, how are things going? So I say, well, Spain are playing well, but all we need is a... And just as I'm finishing the sentence, Chavi's corner, soaring up in the air, isn't met by Gerard Piquet, who's leapt prodigiously, but met by Carlos Puyol, who's left leapt still more prodigiously over his Catalan club mate's shoulder and he boshes the ball past Manuel Neuer of his uh, brilliant bonds. It's an astonishing goal. I still think it's one of the great headers I've ever seen. How he got that high? I don't know. Puyol had demanded that the ball was put into him in that area during halftime. Charlie obliged. Goal goes in, job done. Really, an immense, an immense feeling, an immense night, and a beautiful performance. After the match, if I don't remember incorrectly, Joachim Love was full of praise for Spain and how they played and what they did with the ball and what kind of opponent Germany had lost to. And Ditto Del Bosque for Joachim Love. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. 
no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The third semi-final that La Roja have taken me to was a very different affair. Ultimately, it would be another tournament win, but there were big spells during Spain-Portugal in Euro 2012 in Donetsk, where you could have flipped a coin and said, this settle win, flipped it again, that settle win, and nobody would have said that you were, that you were having flights of fancy. Portugal were stuffy, aggressive, physical, risk-free and they wouldn't let Spain play it was one of those we'll drag you down to our level it didn't make the game pretty to watch again I thought Spain had the better use of the ball the better chances but they they couldn't score this was the era when Torres wasn't so so well used so well trusted his form and his his fitness had declined a little bit in the end he'd end, I think he'd end up as the, the golden boot because of his performance against Italy, his goal in the final and his assist in the final. But here, again, if I'm not wrong, I think Spain start with Negredo. But the big deal is that David Villa hasn't quite made it back. And indeed has phoned Dabosky before the tournament to say, listen, I'm not right. I, I'm, don't pick me. It had been brutal leg break I think in the December World Club Cup final in Brazil where they played uh, Neymar's Mob Santos and destroyed them playing what Pep Guardiola still regards as one of the two great performances of his time in charge of Barcelona at any rate Villa's leg break is absolutely horrible he thinks he's going to be back he plays club football before the Euro 2012 but it isn't enough. And I think he still deserves respect to this day for taking the decision out of the coach's hands and taking the responsibility and the disappointment away from the coach by simply saying, I'm not right, I'm not ready. That's off to him for that, but it meant that they were short of a world-class striker. They played Seska centre-forward sometimes, but against Portugal, it was a Villa-type personality that was needed. Extra time goes on, and we end up with one of the most remarkable penalty shootouts I've ever been present for. Sometimes it's a mess, sometimes it's heroic. The 
eventually ends with Spain winning again if I'm not wrong for the second time in four years it's Cesc Fabregas who tucks away the winner but if you look at the quality of the penalties they are extraordinary the one that's seared on my mind is Gerard Piquet who who finishes like Pelé it just he walks up there looks as if he's not bothered smashes it top corner and the thing which really really stands out is the mess whereby Nani and one of the central defenders get in a, a rock about which order they'd agreed to take the penalties in Nani calls you'll have to look up who it was Nani calls him back says it's my turn to take it Nani scores but the defender who has whose rhythm and whose concentration has been smashed by Nani's fit of childish I was here first he misses or at least it's a save by Casillas so in the end the shootout it, it was a steamy hot really sweaty night and it was a you know it was a fight to the, it was a fight to death and afterwards Spain are euphoric Portugal are not and in the super flash zone where you get first shot at the players I remember Cristiano Ronaldo with his Boy Scout socks those I think pressure socks that come right up to your knees and his long shorts that look like they were off a naff hot mum hovering around in the wings waiting to asking his his entourage who's out there who's gone who's still left is it safe and eventually he comes out I think he stops once Spain players stop and chat to us it's it's a satisfying end to a tournament which um, which will put them in the final against Italy and they'll win so spectacularly and that brings us back to today this is a different Italy in so many ways uh, Prandelli that night in Kiev was a tired man he had this a religious conviction that wherever he was he would walk at dawn or last thing at night across the city to find the chapel to pray in and it made a beautiful story and it spoke of his devotion and he thought it was helping but I gradually began to think that he became as sleep starved as short of resilience as his team and his team had come through bruising, bruising ties I think a quarter against England with that Pirlo penalty and a semi against Germany where even though Balotelli scored two monster goals they ended up clinging on a little bit against Germany and they looked tired that's one of the big differences here Mancini is a different man from Prandelli much more ruthless, much more organised and he's really imposed his personality on this team I have to say that if Spain go out tonight, I want to be able to enjoy Italy. I want to be able to say, great, go on. This is good for football. I want to be able to say that, but that's not normally how my nature is. I'll be uh, grinding matlock and, and gurning and complaining about something. You bet your bottom dollar on it. But also they play with a massive sense of energy. This Italy side, in my opinion is sprightly is, is is sure of itself it's younger than that team okay if you add Bonucci and Chiellini's ages together you get something like 70 
But we're in an era now where great pros with modern technology to look after you, modern alimentation, you play on for longer, but at the same bloody level. It's extraordinary. Are they a little short of pace? Yeah. Does Spain necessarily have the pace to exploit that? Look, let's, let's wait and see. It, what's intriguing, because I think Morata starts again, is that this is the this is the little cameo, the little scenario, which in Paris, how many years ago? Five years ago, was completely uneven. Chiellini and Bonucci in those days weren't all that convinced about Morata. Particularly Bonucci and Buffon had been ticking him off, and even in public, about what they saw at Juventus was too nice a guy, a guy who could be put off his stride, a guy who wasn't hard. They wanted toughness. They said, be like us. In Paris, Morata couldn't make any headway um, on Chiellini and Bonucci. Chiellini even scored. But Morata was trolled into areas where he didn't want to be. He was physically bullied and he was left ineffective off long before the end of a 2-0 defeat. Can these two still do the same thing to him? That will interest me. Has he? How much has he learned? What tricks will he try to drag them around? Does he think that by now he can physically outdo them? I don't know. Only he knows what chinks in their armour he saw in training with Juventus. Sees in training with Juventus. I'm quite sure that the two giants, the two ogres, are going into the game thinking, Morata? Yeah, no sweat. He decided Morata expected to be Ferran Torres on the right and Danny Olmo on the left. I've said to you before that I think there's a big, big case for Llorente to come on in, in right midfield now. But maybe Luis Enrique sees it differently. Same midfield, Coque Busquets Pedri, with Llorente coming on as an impact man. Let's see. At the back, Aspiliqueta, I think it's crucial, even though Eric Garcia doesn't give a lot of aerial protection and Pau Torres is taller. I think for Spain to play the way they need to, it's essential that it's Eric Garcia and Laporte. Right centre-back, left centre-back. Aspi and Alba, Unai Simon. There's your 11, folks. Um, my tournament goes on with you, irrespective of what Spain do. Well, I can say at this stage, in case the team that I'm working with and that really has stolen a little bit of my dandy heart, all I can say is they've given me fun. It's been interesting. I hope that you can say the same about listening to this. And I hope that wherever you are, you clear your schedule, sit down and soak it up tonight. In a very low voice, but with optimism and hope, Viva España. And by the way, I'm supposed to nominate a Bet365 um, player of the day. It's difficult to do because I've already picked one for this match. But if I haven't already said it this tournament, and you know me, I forget things. Today my Bet365 player of the day is going to be Gianluca Viali. I've told lovely stories about him and his three-piece suite in Turin in 1995 about how we got General Cavialli on the big interview in his mansion with his butler. He's well again. He's happy. I've spoken a lot about him in this series. Whether he wins or whether he loses in his adopted city, 
where he still spends a lot of his time here in London. My affection for him says that I'd like Gianluca Vialli to be my bet 365 man of the day. Maybe not going through to the final, but nonetheless, my man of the day. See ya. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.